Hey, this is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks. Thank you so much for listening to our show. Uh, my actual day job is a personal trainer and online personal trainer. And if you like what you've been hearing and need help and need help with accountability uh, with your workouts, uh, please see the podcast description for my email and reach out and uh, see if we can help you out and get you to your fitness goals. Other than that, enjoy the show. How's it going, everyone? This is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks. I have my new season co-star with me here, uh, Tim Kelly. How's it going, Tim? Very well, thank you. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. You're welcome. Um, and then last one, uh, you, you mentioned uh, for electrolyte balance, two to one ratio for potassium to sodium. And what about magnesium? Okay, so uh, magnesium, calcium, and phosphorus are all in a dance together. I, mm -hmm. I talk about these dances that minerals do. Sodium and potassium are in a dance. Calcium, magnesium, and phosphorus are in a dance. Um, just going to go over those very, very quickly. So um, Carolyn Dean was the main authority on this. She wrote a book. I think she called it The Magnesium Mir Miracle. A lot mm -hmm. of times people will say two to one. Uh, Carolyn Dean wanted to modify that and say that the ideal ratio is one to one. Mm -hmm. And that if you get to two to one, you're at the fringe of the danger zone. So why be there? You know. So stay in the ideal zone, one to one, calcium to magnesium. And what do you think most people with American diet are at right now without supplements or worrying about it? Um, I think they're, a lot of them are doing relatively well with the calcium because they consume dairy products. I know some people are down on dairy, but it's a great way to get calcium. If you don't want to get your calcium from dairy, there is a trick you can use with your eggshells. Um, you can just look it up. You can take a bunch of dried out eggshells and uh, grind them to powder and uh, put them in the oven and dry them out. Um, I, I know a guy who had a horrible accident, a uh, motorcycle accident, and his bones were pretty much pulverized. And he used eggshell calcium because it was better at rebuilding his bones than some other forms of calcium. There are a lot of other things in there, but calcium is kind of an exciter. Magnesium is a calmer and has that. I, I, hmm. I was going to give magnesium a, a nickname. It would be the calming mineral. There's a a product on the market called natural calm. It's magnesium based. So when your muscles get excited uh, from calcium and they're, let's say they're twitching too much, um, you can often calm them down with magnesium. But again, if you go too high with magnesium, you will get diarrhea. Um, mm -hmm. So generally we're talking about uh, two grams of both calcium and magnesium on a daily basis. And that's you know, part of the reason why I would mention that calcium bicarbonate thing, it's just a tantalizing thing for the future if someone can ever figure this out because calcium and magnesium bicarbonate are made only in nature. So far as I know, you know, no one sells them as a supplement. They absorb extremely well. Hmm. There is plenty of evidence suggesting that in ancient times, people in, had an intake of three to four grams of calcium per day. Now, if you look at calcium foods, just like as we were saying with potassium, it's almost impossible to get that from food. So some people might say, well, then how in the world did these people get three to four grams of calcium in the old days? The answer appears to be they drank natural fresh water from streams and mountains. Uh, that's a large part of the reason I, I mentioned the Hunzas in my book. Uh, they're a group that lived in what is now Pakistan, what used to be India when the researcher McCarrison was there. And what he found was that they were drinking natural mineralized water. They were living to hundred, some say 140 years, no disease. So this yeah. is yet another example of someone living with no disease. So I'm very serious about this. We do know how to beat disease. And uh, the references 
are in my book. You're learning a large part of it right now through learning the minerals. So um, that's what I would say on magnesium. Any other questions before I go on to the next one? No, I think that's it. Let's uh, move on to the next uh, key nutrient. Okay, so we're going to focus next on sulfur. This one was not given its nickname by me. It's a very popular nickname in the scientific community. Sulfur is known as the beauty mineral. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, And that's a little surprising to some people who are familiar with the smell of rotten eggs, which is hydrogen sulfide gas. They might think, what, that mineral? That's <laughs> the one that's going to make us beautiful? Yes, it is. Um, the nature's richest sources of sulfur are garlic and onions. So that's a great way to start getting some sulfur into your system. Yes, but in terms, I'm good on that. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I mean, I did that. I, I, I have a funny story I often tell on that. When I first heard about how awesome garlic was, I, I always try to find the limits and I, I break the rules. I, I just think for myself, I'm going to figure it out for myself, what's right and what's wrong. I was on a bus one day and a bus driver just couldn't take it anymore. He leaps out of his seat, comes running over to me and he says, are you taking garlic supplements? And I said, yes, sir, I am. He said, it's too many. It's just too many. Because <laughs> he can't, can smell I can't deal with the smell anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I do take at least one garlic with every meal. Um, it's, it's an awesome thing for so many different reasons. It gives you that vital, vital sulfur, helps control your blood sugar. Um, if you're a diabetic, you might want to check that out. Mm -hmm. um, so there's a lot of different benefits to working with garlic and it detoxifies your system. But when people are thinking, okay, so what would be the ideal way to get sulfur into your system? The answer to that does indeed appear to be a substance known as methyl sulfonyl methane, more abbreviatedly known as MSM. And you can get that at many health food stores. Now, MSM is extremely natural, like so many other things like potassium, like magnesium. It would normally be present in extremely high amounts in most foods. It gets processed out. So that's the trouble. So you supplement with this to get back closer to the way nature was. Raw milk, for example, would have very high levels of MSM, but almost no one drinks raw milk. So there's no MSM there, hardly. Yeah. So in any case, um, you would go for one to three grams. So again, we're talking pretty high. This is one of the major minerals. So to repeat that distinction, we have seven major minerals that are defined as being needed in amounts of 100 milligrams a day or more, only seven of them. Uh, potassium, sodium, calcium, magnesium, phosphorus, which everyone pretty much gets because it's in everything. It's in meat, it's in bread, it's in a whole bunch of stuff. So people never worry about phosphorus, but sulfur and chloride. And chloride is something that a lot of people don't worry about either because in nature, the primary source of sodium is sodium chloride. So whenever you get the right amount of sodium, you automatically get the right amount no. of chloride. Perfect. So with uh, sulfur, though, you do have to watch out. There's a bunch of amino acids that are sulfur-based. It's going to affect your hair. It's going to affect your nails. It's going to affect your skin. And believe it or not, and this one isn't in the literature, but I can verify it from uh, people around me who increase their MSM dose, it actually helps your teeth, too. I mean, I started noticing my teeth getting stronger on a higher MSM regimen. So wow. MSM is uh, very excellent and it will help your cartilage. I know it is recommended for people who have arthritis and joint troubles, which of course does happen with people who are over 40. So explore your MSM. It does seem to be much more effective though when it's combined with some of the other major nutrients that we will be talking about. So anything else on sulfur before I move on? 
Yeah. So, you know, I, I don't really know much about sulfur at all. So this is great knowledge. Um, but I, I did, you know, prior knowing what we we're going to talk about, I kind of Googled it and was researching some stuff and they were talking about how it's also good for your DNA and how it works with that. Can you uh, comment on anything like that? Yeah. So when you think about the building blocks that are mm -hmm. coded for in the genes, uh, basically you're talking about 20 amino acids that are built. Um, most of those are going to be built out of four elements, carbon, hydrogen, oxygen, and nitrogen. However, there are a few special amino acids that are only built from sulfur. So you can only, uh, methionine is a, a classic example. I might as well mention this because this is a kind of fascinating thing that just popped up. Uh, so I have a friend of mine who, uh, against my advice, loves to eat a lot of meat. And I know a lot of people love to eat a lot of meat. That's their thing. Okay, but I'm an ovo-lacto vegetarian, as I said. So he would get on my case and he would say things like, oh, well, you know, I talked to my doctor and he was saying, I have to eat this meat, stuff like that. And I would say, no, you don't. I mean, there are ways around it. You just look at the building blocks. And then he would mention something called carnitine. So carnitine is a substance that is built of amino acids. One of those amino acids is a sulfur-based amino acid, methionine, which you're going to get plenty of if you get garlic and onions and, and things like that. Uh, the other amino acid that is a building block of carnitine, however, is something called lysine. Now, because I like cheese and I like grains, I don't have any problem with my lysine, but my buddy apparently doesn't eat as much cheese or doesn't really like eating grains. So he's probably really, really low on lysine. So he gets his some benefits from the lysine that's in the meat that he's eating, but he's getting a whole bunch of hazards with it at the same time. So uh, if you want to get all the benefits and none of the problems, focus on cheese, focus on grains. Uh, wheat would be lowest in the chart. Buckwheat, uh, much higher than wheat. I'd love to see buckwheat make a comeback. There was a cereal in my childhood that made me super healthy called buckwheats. I loved it. Hope they bring it back. I wish they could do an organic version. That'd be awesome. But there is there are buckwheat products on the market right now. It's not really a grain, technically. It's more of a, like a vegetable. But it's very high in lysine and oats may be even higher still in uh, lysine. Buckwheat, it doesn't have gluten in it for people who get excited on that. Although every time we mention gluten, I always have to jump in and, and say the following. In Europe, they have all kinds of wheat with all kinds of gluten and no problems whatsoever. So, so Some we're so doing, much, yeah. The problem we're having over here is our insecticide. Uh, it's called glyphosate and it's all over our wheat supply. So when, a lot of times when people are, oh, I'm reacting to gluten, you're actually react, reacting to glyphosate uh, more than that. Uh, but if you want to be free of gluten, uh, explore buckwheat, uh, put pressure on the industry to, to bring back buckwheat. It's, it's so crazy nutritious and there's so many health benefits to it. Uh, I'd love to see buckwheat come back in, in a big way. Uh, the, buckwheat yeah. the buckwheat cereal I was referencing was actually a combination of buckwheat and wheat. But hey, I mean, whatever you want to do, you can combine buckwheat with oats, combine it with wheat, whatever you have to do to make a, a nice awesome flake. They had uh, maple syrup, which is actually pretty nutritious, combined with the buckwheats for taste. Uh, that was another way to go. Uh, but anyway, just wanted to mention that before I moved on. Anything else? Yeah. Yeah. I just, I remember uh, going gluten-free, having similar problems, you know, with gluten and maybe it is what you're talking about. Um, but, you know, switching over to some gluten-free beers, I, uh, you know, read the ingredients and saw that that's what they're making all their um, product with is a lot of buckwheat and Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's got to be better tasting than all the granola and cereals you're talking about because the beer was terrible. 
Yeah, it, it can be. So, I mean, you, you do have to balance the taste. I, whether they did the maple syrup version or the honey version, I love both of them. Uh, I yeah. thought they were both really great. And it, the main thing, it, it says right on the label, and in this case, they maybe were honest, 100% of the daily iron requirement in that cereal, 100%. You don't see that very often on cereals these days. So, um, well, I'll, I'll talk more about iron in a minute. Tim, how, how do my listeners get a hold of you? How do they get a hold of your book? Uh, do you have any social media website? I do have a website. It's uh, polytopepress. That's P-O-L-Y-T-O-P-E. And if you go to DuckDuckGo, the search engine, and you type polytopepress in the search box, the website will be the first one that comes up. Uh, it has an unusual address, uh, so it might just be easier to just follow those instructions to get there. And you can look up the books, Natural Healing Self-Empowerment or OptiFlex. And that should help guide you to the website as well. And I'd love to hear from people because I'm always like to get feedback from experiences that people are having if they're pursuing these ideas. Awesome. And uh, everyone knows I always uh, throw in all the details in the written form as links for uh, the podcast on Spotify or Apple. So you can just click on the links and go to from there. Um, but, uh, Tim, I thank you for your time and thank you for being on the show and I'm sure we'll get you on for a few more episodes as well. I look forward to it. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Thank you.